It's a Super Bowl of podcasts featuring Fleetwood Mac on tonight's Rocks and Dirt. Welcome to Rocks and Dirt. We're going to talk about the upcoming Super Bowl and feature Fleetwood Mac tonight. I'm Mike Harper. Thanks for listening. Todd Rindley is on the producer controls. Hey, everybody. And we've got Steve Graham on the color commentary. Don't ask me what I think of you. I might not give the answer that you want me to. Oh, well. <laughs> exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, Fleetwood Mac. Peter Green here. What year, Steve? 1969, I believe. The last album he did with Fleetwood Mac before he got Peter Green, the founder of Fleetwood Mac. There you go. Now, when people think Fleetwood Mac, they mean I think this song. Right. They started as a hard rock and blues rock band in 1967, back in the... They were bigger in England than they were in America for a long time. Until, okay, as we know. This, uh, this little break, it comes up. It's awesome. about the shape I'm in. I can't sing. I ain't pretty and my legs are thin. But don't ask me what I think of you. I might not give the answer that you want me to. That's cool. How <laughs> come we ain't doing that song? That's nice. <laughs> and ACDC fans will notice that's the riff. Uh, same riff as beating around the bush. <laughs> yeah, I think they, they nicked it. They made that later. up, didn't they? Ten yeah. years later, they nicked it from Oh Well, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, well, that's from an early Fleetwood Mac. A lot of people think of Fleetwood Mac. They think of the Rumors album, obviously. And or the, the, or the, the previous yeah. album, which was self-titled. But there's so much more to the band than that, and so many people in that band, Steve. Yeah. And the two constants were the drummer, Mick Fleetwood, and the bass player, John McVie. In fact, Peter Green, when he put the band together, he named the band after the rhythm section he wanted in the band. They were eventually in the band, Fleetwood and Mac McVie. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's a band named okay. after not the the drummer and the, the bass player, not, not the singer or the or the guitar player, the leader. Actually, the after the rhythm section, yeah, the background guys. And they're the two constants in the last uh, fifty, what fifty three years. If that were the case here, this band would be called Mike and Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Graham, Harper. Tim, Harper, Mike Graham. and Steve and Tim band. Yeah, it, do, yeah, it doesn't do. have exactly the same. Harper Witch, too. Yeah. 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 So Fleetwood Mac going all the way back to nineteen sixty seven been together at some form or another every year except for 1996 oddly enough they broke up for one year but there's been some semblance of the band going on for 54 years oh yeah and who we got here this is one between the peter green years and the big buckingham and stevie nicks years this is bob welch he was the first american in fleetwood mac and he played guitar and sang and wrote some songs uh this is hypnotized for mystery to me in 1973 nice group featuring bob welch and when he left, that's when they got Buckingham and oh, that's cool. Lindsey Buckingham and Stephen. Great shuffle. Yeah. Bob Welch kind of talks, sings this, kind of. Yes, the same kind of story. Kind of laid back. It's about UFOs, I think. That is awesome. That's sweet, isn't it? This was octave guitar. That's Bob Welch. We had a couple of his own hits after Fleetwood Mac got big. 
in the 70s. Yeah, he had an album. Uh, yeah. French Kiss. A lot of the Fleetwood Mac people played on the album. They helped him out. That was cool. And if you go to your faithful Wikipedia, you'll see 12 different former members of Fleetwood Mac. Uh, of Among those, very popular Lindsey Buckingham. Oh, yeah. What yeah. a great guitar player. Very unique guitar player, too. Finger, never play with a pick. Finger style. Yeah. But a very unique finger style. Played with him for many years. And uh, he didn't just do finger style guitar like you think would be finger style guitar. He's, he did some hard rock guitar licks, too, playing finger style. But very unique. His yeah. tone is incredible. This is for you, Daddy. And she wrote that for her dad. Stevie Nicks. I took my love and I took it down. I climbed a mountain. The uh, album cover has Fleetwood and, and John McVie. John McVie has him on the front. John McVie's on looks like a midget. Yeah, I don't know if they did that. Probably like the Tim Conway dwarf thing they did or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doing knees, I guess. It's pretty cool. There's a landslide from the self titled album, 1975. Fleetwood Mac. I, I, again. Yeah, this is great. Oh, yeah. All that finger picking. There's, yeah, so many hits on this album. I remember my parents had this album when I was like seven or about seven when, I, when it came out. I remember my mom saying, hey, this song's about a witch. I thought, ooh, scary. <laughs> I was thinking. You're a little kid. You're scary, right? Well, so is witchy woman, I guess, too. Is it really about a witch? I think it is, yeah, but not the witch you'd think. I guess. I don't know. Which witch? A Welsh witch. A witch from Wales. A Welsh witch. It's a witch. May we burn her? Welsh witch. Maybe it was the good witch of the East. Yeah. A good witch. The good witch of Wales. This is that rhythm section, the drums and bass. Very unique. Not a typical rock thing. So there's 1975, and then uh, what else you got on there? Say You Love Me? You got that on there? Christy, Christy McVie, writer and lead vocals on this one. That's over my head, but that's the same album. So smooth. I think she's my favorite singer in the band. She's got a smooth voice, writes great songs too. She's very talented. Of course, she was married to John McVie in the early period of, of the band. Yeah, when we get to rumors here in a minute, yeah. we got to figure out what what went on there. Let yeah. me let me hit uh, let me hit uh, say you love. There's me a whole real, book on that. I read. Real, oh, did you? Written by the producer. That's McVie again, or Christie again, isn't it? Yeah, she wrote this one. No, that's weird. I can remember her last name, but I can't remember the uh, bass player's last name. <laughs> and it's in the band. Well, the first Mac McVie. Oh, and John McVie and Peter Green and Mick Fleetwood all played in John Mayles' Blues Breakers. Oh, really? In the '60s, before they started the band. So rumors in 1976, and things just got even bigger for Fleetwood Mac, uh, with the most notable lineup uh, with Christine McVie and. Lindsey Buckingham, Stevie Nicks. So they were all angry at each other, and they broke the best music they were breaking ever up. heard. They were couples. <laughs> the McVees were breaking up. Okay. And Stevie Nicks and uh, Lindsey Buckingham had been a couple for several years, and they were breaking up. But they had this huge hit on their hands with the last album. They thought, well, we got a great thing going here. We got to somehow make this work. 
Okay. Was, they wrote songs about each other. <laughs> right. And they were. It was awesome. Yeah, and it was great. And there's a book, Making of Rumors or something like that, written by Ken Calais, who was a co-producer, along with I think Lindsey Buckingham. And there's some there's some wild stories about about their fights and uh, the couples. Also, Mick Fleetwood was was splitting up with his wife. Who oh, was, he was. Yeah. Oh, and his his wife was uh, Patty Harrison, Patty Boyd, Patty Harrison's sister, Jenny. Okay. So he was he was uh, either George Harrison or Eric Clapton's brother-in-law. It's yeah. kind of confusing. That's even more confusing. Hold that thought. They're splitting up too. Uh, you gotta hear Scotty G do this song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna learn the guitar. Yeah, and and he sings it amazing for you know it being a girl song. Yeah. And he's, uh, I guess it's in that range. It's Stevie Nicks. Yeah, she's got Stevie kind Nicks. of a lower range. Alto, alto voice. You know? And uh, oh yeah, he does amazing. I'm gonna learn the guitar uh, one day. and We'll do it right. It's good. Real steady bass and drum thing, too. You can't make yeah. that too busy or it'll mess it up. Yeah, it's just do it. It's a real solid back. F and G. What's your mouth, Steve? No <laughs> language. No, no, we don't use that, G. We don't use that kind of language other than uh, this particular podcast. But it does go to an A in the bridge. It goes to an A minor in the bridge. So oh, there you go. Oh, that, All right. Let's see here. Okay, but there were no, there was no intermingling among the couples in the band. It was just... Those three couples were breaking up while they were making this album. Yeah, they were. Okay, the album before they were still together. Okay. All the couples, but then this, it just happened that all three couples were breaking up. Well, the, there was a lot of rumors about rumors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of press going on about it while they're making the album. And so they, you notice they use the 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 British uh, spelling of rumors with an O U R S. Right. Half the band's British and half of them are American. So by this point, yeah. So I wanted to talk a little bit about. Um, uh, when Mick Fleetwood, he he came through California looking for a studio to record in, so he stopped at Sound City, which n- had not had anything happen yet. They had set up and bought this crazy board from England, uh, one of about eight in the whole entire world. It had incredible tone, incredible preamps. And um, Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Buckingham and Stevie Nicks practically lived in that studio. They were almost homeless, and, and this... Uh, owner of the place took to them and liked them and so they were using uh, Buckingham Nicks for uh, demos just recording things and so uh, Fleetwood Mac or Mac Fleetwood Fleetwood Mick Fleetwood Fleetwood comes through and he was their uh, manager too he managed the band and right so he's sitting there listening and and he's listening to this uh, demo and he's and he's like yeah we'll we'll probably uh, we'll probably use the studio it's very good so they went on down the road, did a few more gigs, and then uh, Welch, I believe it was, bailed on them. Yeah. And then, so he comes back to the studio, and he's like, um, who was that guitar player that you had on those recordings? And and I wish I knew the, the studio owner's name, but he's like, yeah, that's uh, uh, Lindsey Buckingham, but you won't get him without the girlfriend. <laughs> that's right. And so, sure enough. And that's that's exactly that's what, Buckingham what says. happened. So we're a package deal. We're and, a duo. And so they started recording there at Sound City, and that's the first. They got, a hit, they got that hit, and that wasn't rumors. That was the first one. And after it hit uh, number one, then everybody wanted to record at Sound City, and I... I I wrote down did. <laughs> some of the uh, yeah I wrote down some of the names. Uh, Tom Petty recorded there. Show Crow Santana, uh, Fleetwood Mac, huh? Foreigner, uh, Cheap Trick, Kid Rock. Yeah. Later on, Kid Rock, Lenny Kravitz, Cheap Trick. Uh, Tool. I mean, just 
everybody. I got a lot of them here. Does not Dave Grohl own the board? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, David Grohl owns the board and built a studio yeah, around it, a movie at his, about it at his place. So that's what opened the floodgates was Fleetwood yeah. Mac. And you can, right now, you can go to YouTube and, and watch the documentary Sound City. Oh, it's on YouTube. Great. I, yeah. I rented it it's one got time. One of those, I rented it back when it came uh, out. You, you look, look for it. It's got one of those big custom amps with a padded padded bass amp, I think it is. Yeah. And it says Sound City. It's probably a real thing. It was stenciled yeah. on the on the over the speaker screen. And uh, and you can watch that and some magical everything. about that board, that mixing board. So Fleetwood Mac, these are some of the songs that you, you've probably heard. And as we mentioned, they, they go far and wide before this middle 70s era and since, certainly. And, and as we wrap that uh, up part of the Fleetwood Mac segment, I, I'm looking at the, the list of the, the former members. And, of course, Lindy Buckingham is on there. But also is Dave Mason. I didn't know Dave Mason was a part of Fleetwood Mac either. for from a short traffic. period of time, uh, from 1993 to 1995, and uh, I guess the Time album. Oh, that, that was the album that didn't have. Oh, we had Mick and Mick and John McVie and a bunch of other people like Dave Mason. I forgot it was Dave Mason was one of them. But they continue today um, with Mick and John McVie, Christine McVie, and Stevie Nicks, and Mike Campbell is on the lead guitar now oh, Tom from Tom from Tom yeah. Petty. Uh, and another guy named Neil Flynn, whom I, I don't know. Oh, Neil Finn from Crowded House. And Neil Finn, yes. Yeah, I forgot about that. Wow. He's in there now. Don't Dream It's Over, Crowded House. Remember that? There you go. Oh, yeah. Hey, now. Hey, now. You're listening to Rocks and Dirt with Mike and Steve and, and Todd. And uh, we're going to take a, a quick break before we s- shift over to the sports section and remind you that the Tuxedo Cats are playing at the Crazy Cajun Every Thursday. This Thursday, no exception. That's right. We're going to play at uh, Crazy Cajun this Thursday. And uh, I think we are going to feature Pink Floyd. Look at that. Pink Floyd. Maybe in a few weeks we could uh, do Fleetwood Mac. But uh, this week it's Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd will be fun because we got a handful of those songs and they are showstoppers, if I do say so much. Whether I'm in the band or not, I know that the Pink Floyd songs are always a hit. They're always great. And I get to sing a couple of them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's see if we can throw another extra one or two in there before Thursday. So check the tuxedocats.com or our Facebook page, see where we're playing when. Uh, we're, we're always somewhere, you know, as are you. Yeah. And try the shrimp. It's wonderful. <laughs> the tip your waitress. The oysters are big. Yeah, they, they the are good. Hello again, everyone. It's good to have you with us for this event. It figures to be an exceptional one, one that doesn't need any buildup. The rest of Monday night is given over to those gargantuan goliaths of the gridiron for that bouncing behemoth ballet known better as professional football. Well, the Super Bowl is on the way, guys. Uh, It's usually the first Sunday in February. Is that the case this year, Steve? It usually is, but this year, who knows? I haven't checked to see when the yeah. Super Bowl is going to be. Everything's either. different this year. We just finished the wild card round just this last weekend, so there's the divisional round next week. So there's four games left, so that means there's eight teams left. And those, the winners of those games, there will be the conference championships, the American Football Conference Championship, and the National Football Conference Championships. And then the winner of that those games goes to the Super Bowl. You, you kind of slipped into a little Howard Cosell there for no, a second. That wasn't intentional. That wasn't intentional. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I never played the game. <laughs> I see that the uh, Super Bowl, uh, this is Super Bowl 55, coming up on February 7th, 2021, okay. uh, at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Tampa. Florida. That's what's coming oh, up. Oh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are still in there. They yeah. won their first playoff game since... 
since they won the Super Bowl in 2002. Yeah. 2003. With, with, with Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Tom Brady now playing in the National Conference. Conference. He always played in the American Conference for 20-something years. And he has by far surpassed any quarterback in terms of playoff victories. Oh, yeah. Yeah, long since. And he's, what, 44? Uh, 43. He'll be 44 later this year. Oh, and, and they're playing the Saints, who have Drew Brees, who is awesome. 41. He's about to turn 42 at some uh, point. I know he turns 42. A fine Jan- quarterback January. in his own right. So it'll be, the, I think, the first playoff game with two 40-something quarterbacks starting yeah. playing against each other. Playoff game. I think there's been regular season games. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, they're in the same Oh, no, wait, because uh, I, I bet the last time they played the Saints, they're in the same division, but... Drew Brees was probably hurt and had the other guy playing. They call him the Breeze. He's just wrong. They the call road. him the Breeze. So the Cowboys are no nowhere near the Super Bowl, in case you're wondering. No, they uh, just fired their defensive coordinator, and they, uh, as of today, they hired uh, a new defensive coordinator, uh, Quinn. Paul Quinn? Mike Quinn? The Mighty Mike, Quinn? The Mighty Quinn, yeah. <laughs> he, he coached uh, Seattle to their Super Bowl. Uh, no, he's a defensive coordinator for Seattle. Then he coached Atlanta, and, of course, they had the big collapse against Tom Brady and the New England Patriots a few years ago when he was defensive coordinator, but now he's defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. So yeah. I hope he does like he did in Seattle and not like he did in uh, Atlanta. What about the Buffalo Bills? Are they still in it? Oh, yeah. yeah. See, this is big for them. They have Josh Allen. This quarter, He's a second- or third-year quarterback, and he's really had a great year. And the, Oh, this is the first time that uh, – Buffalo has won a playoff game yeah. since the 90s. 95, since, I think. Yeah. Oh, and same I, with Cleveland. I, I, the Cleveland Browns are in it. And they, they won their first playoff game. Did they beat Pittsburgh? They beat Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has lost like five of the last uh, yeah. six games. Against their, and they're big rivals with Pittsburgh. And they they're won the, their first 12 or something. And Pittsburgh has owned them for the last you know, 20, 30 years. What happened to Pittsburgh where they started off 12-0 and and they wind up losing five out of six? What happened to them? Did they have injuries? Did they, well, there was a bad mojo. Pittsburgh's always been known since the 70s for great defense, great defense, but their defense was kind of falling apart the last few games, even though they barely won. I mean, the Cowboys almost beat them this year. The Bengals beat them. No, that's right. Yeah, they're in the Bengals division, too. And the Bengals beat them, yeah. <laughs> and the Browns beat them the week before, but the Pittsburgh was resting all their starters to get ready to play, and they played. So the two teams played each other two weeks in a row. And Cleveland beat them both times. Of course, they were playing the starters on in the playoff game yesterday. So we're in the, th- the thick of it, the throes of the playoff season yeah. right now. There's still a couple weeks left before the Super Bowl. Uh, and as we wrap it up, Steve, kind of give us uh, your prediction for the Super Bowl in your best Howard Cosell voice. Well, the, well, the top two seeds are the Green Bay Packers, <laughs> or Packers, <laughs> and the Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. So I think Patrick it's going to be Mahomes. those two teams playing each other in Super Bowl 55. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, excellent. The, the half a billion dollar my man. My prediction. <laughs> what do you call him, Todd? The half a billion dollar the man. The half a billion dollar yeah. man. That's right. You heard it here. Mahomes against Rodgers. That'll be a good – I mean, I'm not saying – that's my prediction, but that would be a great matchup between those two But it's, but it's not your prediction. You're going to stop no, short. That's my prediction. No, for, uh, my, oh, the very first Super Bowl in 1967, Super Bowl One. Was the Packers. The Packers and the Chiefs the, in the first oh, Super Bowl. Oh, okay. So here we go. Wouldn't that so be here, cool? Yeah. All right. Well, we will watch closely to see how this plays out. It's the Super Bowl uh, season here on Rocks and Dirt. For Todd and Steve, I'm Mike Harper. Thank you so much for listening. and hope that you'll join us again next time. Good night, everybody. I'm going home to see you, Lois. Bye. 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 Bye.